At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Oh, it's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard. It is Point Spread Sunday, week 17 of the National Football League. It's the penultimate week of the regular season. Make sure to tweet at the show. We want to hear from you guys over the next two hours, hear what you guys are on, any questions you might have as we try to find some actionable angles here on this NFL Sunday. Tweet at us. At Vston Live, at Femi and Bebefe, of course, at M.I. Pritchard. 15 games today, our biggest <laughs> slate of the year. Nine in the early window, five in the late afternoon window, and one on Sunday Night Football, of course, later on between the Minnesota Vikings and Green Bay Packers. Coming up on the show, Ian McMillan, a bet-sided host of the Bacon Bets podcast, joins us at 6.30. Full preview of today's game between the Atlanta Falcons and Buffalo Bills. Ian, of course, will be on the green zone later today from 10 to 5 watching that game. Pick segment at 6.15, nine plays between the two of us. What's trending at the top of the hour? Of course, stop, drop, shut them down, open up, props at 5.30. We brought you three winners over the last four weeks, including last Sunday, Joe Burrow to lead the league in passing yards. And, oh, he just threw for 525 yards. So you want to make sure to tune in for that. And, of course, in 15 minutes, fresh fades with three more teams sitting into the chair to get that high and tight here on a Sunday. But first, I say all that to say, Pritch, good morning. Happy New Year. How are we feeling? Penultimate week 
on this Sunday in the National Football League. Feeling hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Happy go. New Year to Temperature's you. Happy, hot yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is hot. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody out there. 2022. Well, how about that? But, uh, no, excited about this week of games, uh, this late uh, incredible uh, schedule that we have. Playoff ramifications all over the place and mm -hmm. uh, people jockeying for position. I mean, number one seeds up for grabs, too. Uh, teams feel like uh, the number one seed could be in reach could influence how they perform today, too. So let's get after it. Yeah, we got consequential games for the number one seed, playoff implications. Mm -hmm. It's now the money-making portion of the season where all those futures bets you may have made right. prior to the season or throughout the way uh, through the season here, those start to come to fruition this week, next week, as we try to cash some tickets in the futures market. We'll, of course, look at that later on in the show. But we got to start with the game of the day in the early window slate here. The Kansas City Chiefs, the two-time AFC defending champions, take on the Cincinnati Bengals and the consensus line right now is Chiefs three and a half with the total of 51. A lot of love for this Cincinnati team here, Pritch, after they came off a pretty impressive win over the Baltimore Ravens last week. Where are you at with this matchup between KC and Cincinnati? Right now, I mean, there's a, there are a lot of reasons to love the, the Bengals. I mean, I, I think the Bengals, for me, Femi, I, I was looking at them mid-year, mid-middle part of the season when they had those three home games in a row, here's a chance for the Bengals to assert themselves and, and really become that playoff team. They lose two of them at home. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, what's going on here? Okay, there's some injuries. Uh, maybe they're out of sync offensively. And they were a little bit at times. That's going to happen uh, in the National Football League. Uh, but then they get on the road and they beat the Broncos. And then they come home and uh, dismantle the Ravens. I mean, this team is, is so talented. And it's young talent. Under 25, think about that. Mixon. Chase, uh, Higgins, I mean, all these guys, Burrow. Yeah. And, and so they have a lot of young talent, dynamic talent, uh, and, and they're figuring it out in terms of how to play better when it matters most. Like, I, I think when they coasted in the middle of the season or when they lost those games in the middle of the season, uh, they didn't realize, okay, they were going to get everybody's best shot. Yeah. Right. And, and so as a young team and a team that's no, normally not in this position, especially with these new players, that's something that they needed to figure out. They did that on the road against the Broncos, and now they backed it up. So I'm looking for more consistency. Now the Chiefs are, are turned into the Chiefs. I, I think Ingram coming over, Jones being healthy, uh, along with Clark. I mean, that defensive front has really allowed for some changes to develop in the back end. Sorensen is no longer a starter. Uh, <laughs> he was, he, right, he was a liability. <laughs> uh, and we see Spagnolo getting back to being Spagnolo with the blitzes and all these looks and stuff. So, uh, the, no, the Chiefs, they've corrected themselves in offensively. Uh, you know, you look at Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy to be able to develop him from an air raid quarterback, a guy who wants to get out the pocket, be exciting, throw the ball down the field, scramble drill. Now he's a rhythm passer. He's a guy that, okay, I'll hit my back foot, get rid of the football. Uh, Three-step drop, five-step drop, it doesn't really matter. I'm on, I'm, he's an on-time quarterback now, as well as an air raid guy. So he's evolved to be even a better quarterback than a lot of people thought he would be at this point, certainly. So the Chiefs are dangerous. They're laying four on our board here. Yep. But man, I tell you what, the Bengals, I'm excited about that football team. It's going to be a really, really fun football game. You mentioned how much young talent the Cincinnati Bengals team has. Stephen Bond, the producer for Lombardi Line, also on the pregame show, he 
told me yesterday that the Bengals are the only team in the NFL to have a quarterback over 4,000 yards, a running back over 1,000, two receivers over 1,000 receiving yards under the age of 25. Mm -hmm. Like, that just goes to show how well they've drafted over the last handful of years and how that young talent has really come to fruition for this Bengals team. However, with all of that said, I got to ask you this, Pritch, mm -hmm. here, because I'm looking at their schedule, and the question comes to me is that, how does this team handle success here late in the season? Because we've seen them have big victories over AFC North rivals and then lay an egg the week afterwards. I mean, they won at Baltimore 41 to 17. That was kind of the victory that put them on the map. They right. followed that up with two straight losses at the Jets and against the Cleveland Browns. They won against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home 41 to 10. They followed that up with a, two home losses, like you mentioned, to the Chargers and to the 49ers. Now they've once again won a big game against the Baltimore Ravens. They got the defending AFC champs coming into town. If you mm -hmm. want to make a statement, this is the team that you have to beat. How do you think this young team kind of handles this success? Because, quite frankly, this is a situation they've never really been in. It's right. Uh, great question, Femi. I think as a young player, uh, you want these type of games, though. You want the measuring stick. You want to go up against the best. You want to prove that you belong. And uh, I think that's what the, uh, the Bengals are embracing right now. As young players, and I was part of a prolific passing team with Andre Risen, Michael Haynes, and myself, mm -hmm. uh, in which you, know, you put up these kind of numbers. Uh, and it's incredible, right? Uh, but you start to build that confidence, and you have a quarterback uh, the likes of Joe Burrow, uh, which leads the way. Now, offensive line, that's, that's the matchup issue that I have yep. for the Bengals in this game. Offensive line against that defensive front, what I just mentioned uh, with Spagnolo, the defense coordinator, and that, and that defensive line, uh, what they have with the Chiefs right now. But, but uh, the numbers that these guys are putting up is incredible. I think the confidence that Burrow has in these players is incredible as well. And, and they have that complimentary nature about them. I mean, when you have a 1,000-yard rusher on top of Jamar Chase, who could be rookie of the year, Yeah, right? I think he uh, is. Yep, you got 2,000-yard receivers like this under the age of 25. It's incredible. And, and so it also shows to these guys what they're capable of. And that's why I think they're going to come into this game highly confident. Yeah, the Bengals win this game. They will win the AFC North. If they lose, they open the door for everybody <laughs> right. to try to come through the back door. Of course, important to note for Kansas City, no Clyde Edwards-Alaire at running back. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. He was ruled out yesterday. And, of course, for the Bengals, they're going to welcome back their leading tackler, linebacker, Logan Wilson. Mm -hmm. He's missed the last three games, so they will have him on that defense as they try to slow down the Kansas City offensive attack. Speaking of the AFC North, one team trying to get in through the back door is the Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens, and they host the L.A. Rams later on this afternoon, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific time. The Ravens are six-point underdogs with a total of 46-and-a-half, and this line continues to climb as Lamar Jackson, after practicing Wednesday, did not practice Thursday or Friday, so it appears we'll see Tyler Huntley once again this afternoon, Pritch. Which will be a, a relief, I think, for the Ravens. I mean, Huntley, he played well when he was out there, and, and certainly uh, the, the way that he played, I think you're encouraged about that. Uh, a hobbled Lamar Jackson is just not the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is such a playmaker, Femi, but he's not that pocket guy where if, okay, you got a high ankle sprain, you can stay in a pocket, distribute the football, and do that. But th that's not, not Lamar Jackson's game. And, and so Huntley, I mean, it gives them a chance to kind of be true to their identity, what they want to be offensively anyway. So on the other side, though, is Stafford, right? It's all about Stafford. Uh, one touchdown, three interceptions last week. When you have a receiving core – the way that Matthew Stafford has. Why are you throwing interceptions, for real? It's a good question. He tried to throw the game against he Minnesota. He did. It's incredible. <laughs> He's got Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., Tyler Higbee's coming back. I mean, 
the offensive line is, is, is back intact, and then they're rushing the ball too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's starting to emerge uh, more to what we're accustomed to with the Rams and that zone blocking scheme and the running backs. So Stafford, just settle down, cool it. <laughs> really, because you you are supported, and if, the way that he's supported, he cannot mess up a football game. And if he plays solidly, uh, I, I look for the Rams to kind of take care of business against the depleted Ravens. Yeah, football team. De Ravens depleted in the secondary once again. Anthony Averett ruled out with a rib and chest injury. Marquise Hollywood Brown is questionable. Mm -hmm. Didn't practice Thursday or Friday with an illness. We'll see if he's able to go. Uh, that could hurt. Tyler Huntley in that passing game. If Hollywood Brown is not there, Rams can maybe then focus in on Mark Andrews. For L.A., Leonard Floyd is questionable. Tweaked his ankle a little bit on Friday, so we'll see what happens when the inactives come out 90 minutes prior to kickoff. And, of course, Cam Akers, who they activated from IR, unlikely to play, although he was full at practice this week. So it could be a good indicator for Akers next week when they take on the San Francisco 49ers in Week 18. Moving along this slate here, staying with the early window games, the Indianapolis Colts are up to eight-point favorites against the Las Vegas Raiders. Total at 45. Yesterday, the news came out that Carson Wentz was activated off the reserve COVID list, so it appears Wentz will be the starter at quarterback for Indianapolis. But this was a spot I think a lot of respected sharp betters kind of circled as a potential letdown. What say you in this match between the Raiders and Colts? Well, the Colts are all on the run. They really are. I mean, the losses they've had have been in overtime and in a close loss in the fourth quarter to the Buccaneers that way. But they found a way to win, and they continue to find a way to win, whereas the Raiders are up against it, too. I think emotion could be on the side of the Raiders. We know about the passing of John Madden. Everybody does, and uh, mm -hmm. that's that's significant to this organization. Uh, and the Raiders know this. Like, if they win, they're in. Uh, they get the 10 wins, they're in the playoffs. And, yep. and I, I think that's a motivating factor uh, to keep in mind for this football game. Playoff starter for the Raiders in Cleveland, I believe it was. So it's yeah. been playoff games here throughout. Right. We'll see how they're able to respond. No Darren Waller. Once again, he is on the reserve COVID list for Las Vegas. So a big loss for them we're just getting started here on point spread sunday breaking down these games of course we'll break down the rest of the week's slate but of course on the other side fresh fades time to get that high and tight here on a sunday week 17 national football league at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. All right, it is Point Spread Sunday coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard, week 17 of the National Football League in about 15 minutes. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up. Props as we talk about highest passing yards, most rushing yards, most receiving yards on the other side. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, three of the last four weeks, we have provided you with some winners. We'll try to make it four out of five. But first, Pritch. It's that time where mm-hmm. we try to sell high in the National Football League. Like to buy a little, but more importantly, sell high and not bet on teams that are reaching kind of the peak of their market. Pritch, it is time to get into the barber chair. It's time for a fresh fade. Oh, oh yeah. The first one of the new year. Get oh. that new crispy haircut. I didn't get my haircut for New Year's. Stayed at home. Uh, but we'll make sure to get that high and tight for week 18. Now, though, Pritch, I want to start with three teams that we have in this segment, starting with the Chicago Bears. The Bears won outright as seven-point underdogs a week ago against the Seattle Seahawks. Now they're turning around and laying six or six and a half against the New York Giants. This is the same Chicago Bears. That's five and ten against the spread this season. I get the Giants are bad, but Pritch, in your opinion, are the Chicago Bears a fresh fade? Yeah, I mean, these are the same Bears that, with Nick Foles, beat Seattle. Uh, and maybe justify this line a little bit. I don't know. The Giants are 0-4 uh, ATS in their last four games overall, too. Uh, the Giants with double-digit losses in their last four games of four losses, too. So uh, I, I get it, uh, but it is the Bears. I mean, uh, and it's Andy Dalton starting at quarterback, not Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, so Matt Nagy, you know what's interesting about this game, Femi, is that the Bears, uh, they, they will not have that first-round pick. The Giants will have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because That's of the true. trade, Justin Fields trade. And, and Fields isn't even going to be on the field. The guy who they <laughs> traded to pick for is not even playing in this game. Imagine Go that. Go figure that. <laughs> so you know why there's trepidation within the organization on both sides, really, the front offices. Uh, Gettleman for the Giants, and then 
Nagy and, and whoever the, the GM is for uh, the Bears right now. But, you know, the players on the field is going to decide it. Uh, yeah, I would fade the Bears. There's no reason uh, to lay that many points for this type of organization this time of year. Yeah, I, I don't have a play on this game, but if I had to play it, I'd bet the New York Giants. If it gets to seven, I think I will bet the New York Giants. Total right now is 36 and a half mm -hmm. with Chicago six on the consensus line. But at Circa, Westgate, DraftKings, I'm seeing six and a half yeah. in favor of Chicago. I don't know how anyone can lay that kind of points with this Bears offense and what we know about this Bears team all throughout this season. So it's ugly to bet the New York sure. Giants, but... I ain't betting the Bears if you're telling me I got to lay points. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, there was indicators all over the place from the players. In fact, uh, opting for surgery and opting to stay away from the field. <laughs> yeah, Khalil Mack. Right. I say, you know, I'm going to take care of myself right now. I'm not going to fix my body. And, oh, no, you guys go at it. So uh, that's been persisting all year long for the Bears. Now you're going to put in Andy Dalton. For whatever reason, I have no idea. I, I haven't understood a single thing the Chicago Bears have done since about July. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and leave it at that. The next team here in Fresh Fades, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles have won three straight games. However, now they're getting lined like a very good team. I'm not yeah. sure if they deserve that kind of credit. They're taking on the Washington football team. Four and a half point favorites on the road with a total of 44 and a half. It's a division game, mm -hmm. laying four and a half. Usually that's reserved for teams that are we think are very good. Right. I like this Eagles team, but to me, in my opinion, I think it might be too much too soon. What do you think about this Eagles team as a fresh fade? Maybe an edge. Maybe they just need an edge, like sharpen the edges yeah, a little yeah, bit, little tighten it up instead of a, an entire fade. A little like line they, up. Yeah, they just need a line. They just need a line because the Eagles, they're incredible, Femi, when you think about this defense uh, and their last eight games. Uh, they've only allowed one run hurted yard rushing game defensively. That's, that's really good. Think about that for a minute. The last eight games, and what, okay, what did Washington football team, what did they do well? They run a football. Now, Gibson's look, COVID situation, but mm -hmm. uh, they find a way to run the football. But I, I think the Eagles, uh, and that plays into the back end of the Eagles, too. They're the secondary a little bit when you're stopping a run like that. In eight consecutive games, only one 100 yard rushing game. Not one player, but I'm talking about the entire game. Uh, so the Eagles defense has stepped up and then Jalen Hurts. Uh, I mean, he's he's been incredible, quietly incredible. He's yeah. approaching a thousand yards rushing. He's got 10 rushing touchdowns as well. Uh, so he's a dynamic player uh, out there and a young talent, a young nucleus around him as well. The supporting cast. I'm going to line them up. I'm not going to fade them, but I'm going to line them up, though. <laughs> not, not a full taper. We're just going to do a quick little right. line. And, and I understand where you're coming from in this game because the Washington football team has a number of injuries, a number of guys out due to COVID. You even have Montez Sweat, who's ruled out for a personal matter. I believe mm -hmm. his brother tragically uh, passed away earlier this week here. But, but William Jackson, their best cornerback. Antonio Gibson, you mentioned. Sam Cosme, their offensive tackle. Eric Flowers, a guard. Now you're going up against that Eagles defensive line. It could be tricky yeah. if you got these guys. We saw the Washington football team O-line have issues last week against the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles defensive line is pretty good themselves, so mm -hmm. it could be another week where Taylor Heineke better keep that head on a swivel. Speaking of those Dallas Cowboys, Pritch, they're one of the teams that's featured here in Fresh Fades. Yes, now, are. the Cowboys were featured in Fresh Fades last week with the Washington football team. And we saw the market kind of like Washington early in the week, but then it bounced back to Dallas right before kickoff there. Uh, that late steam being proven to be the correct steam in that matter. But the Cowboys now have won and covered four straight games. In fact, mm -hmm. the Cowboys are the best against the spread team in the NFL at 12 
and three. Everyone just saw this team dominate the Washington football team. 56 points, Pritch, in a National Football League game. It was 42 to seven at halftime. I say all that to ask you, are the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys now six-point home favorites against the Cardinals? Six and a half, I should say, with a total of 52. Are the Cowboys a fresh fade? Let's, let's investigate this fade situation here because, I mean, the Cowboys, uh, you're right. They open at two. They're up to six now, right? Uh, here six and a half. Across yeah. six and a half some places, depending on where you shop. Now, the Cowboys stumbled uh, during the middle of the year. I think people were questioning Dak Prescott. What's going mm -hmm. on with him? but they remain the top scoring team in the National Football League. Yeah. They have the most points uh, in the league this year. Now, offensively, you know, you can look at touchdown passes and, and uh, that stat, and there's other teams that are better than the Dallas Cowboys, but collectively as a team, and I'm talking about defensively, five touchdowns, interception <laughs> returns for touchdowns. That's crazy. You, when you're producing points on both sides of the ball like that and you lead the league in scoring, period, it's a team that... I, I tell you what, if they have figured it out offensively, which last week you, they've made a case for that. When you have Amari Cooper, who's a first-rounder, you got Gallup, who's a first-round grade, but he mm -hmm. wasn't a first-round draft choice. Uh, and then you got CeeDee Lamb, uh, Schultz, yeah. Zeke, Pollard in that offensive line, and Dak Prescott, the $40 million man. I mean, there's a lot, a lot to love about the Cowboys. And you know, you don't want to fade that, I think, especially if they're starting to hit their stride. Defensively, they're getting mm -hmm. after it. I love the fact that the Cowboys put it out there, too. McCarthy, we're going to beat down Washington. They did it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> offensively, Dak, yeah, we're, we're okay. People say we're struggling. We're going to show you, and they did it. Uh, and so you have a team with that kind of confidence. It reminds you of the Cowboys of old, really, to be honest with you. I, I'm reluctant to fade them here. Yeah. But, no. but it is the Cardinals who, who could be in a buy-low spot. Yeah, and that's kind of what the signal is for me here. It was just like it's such a sell-high, buy-low, because we saw both of these teams on primetime last mm -hmm. weekend, the Cardinals on Christmas night, and they lost to a banged-up Colts team that was ravaged by COVID. And now you see the next night, on Sunday night, the Dallas Cowboys. So you got two opposite ends of the spectrum right. here in terms of performances we saw in primetime for the whole country to see. Now they're playing each other. So to me, it just screams such a buy low, sell high type of game <laughs> that I was just like, ah, man, I, I don't know if I could. I don't think I could ever lay it with Dallas at this number. I hear what you're saying about how great they are. And I, believe me, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I Last Sunday was amazing for me. <laughs> I mean, the Washington football team, their most heated rival, mm -hmm. to just see them put up that many points on them was just amazing. But... Are they feeling themselves a little much now? Four in a row? Maybe the maybe getting a little too confident, this Cowboys team. We'll see later this afternoon. That'll provide us the answer. Sure. But to me, that's why I could never buy this team at this price right now. No, I agree with that, too. I mean, you look at the Cardinals on the road, spectacular on the road so yep. far this year. And, um, uh, you know, three games in a row in which they have not played very well offensively. A lot mm -hmm. of questions about Kyler Murray, but... Kyler Murray's going back home. I mean, there, there's, he loves there's, to play, a, there's yeah. a statement about that, too. Right, exactly. But uh, I, I'm look, just looking at the Cowboys, and the number one seed is in within reach for this football team. Uh, yeah. And with this kind of bravado, too, it's, it's a tough situation to fade them. Uh, but I see what you're, what you're saying there about, you know, the buy uh, low, sell high uh, aspect of this football game.
yeah, Dallas, if they play like they played last Sunday, it goes without saying they'll probably go to the Super Bowl uh, the way that they looked in that game against Washington. Of course, for Arizona, they'll be out some key players, offensive tackle DJ Humphreys on the reserve COVID list, then some defensive players, defensive lineman Jordan Phillips, cornerback Marco Wilson, and linebacker Marcus Golden all out as well. We'll, of course, have some trends on this game and what's trending, but on the other side, it's that time. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up. Props here, Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Save 50% off of VSIN All Access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting split showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up today, and you'll also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at vcin.com slash subscribe. It is Point Spread Sunday, coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard, week 17 in the National Football League, and it's 5.30 by my clock. So, Pritch, that means it is time to stop, drop, shut them down, open up. Props. Three of the last four weeks, Pritch, we have provided the betting public viewers and listeners with some winners. Last week, of course, Joe Burrow, 12 to 1 mm-hmm. to lead the league in passing yards, and he threw a ho hum 525 <laughs> on that Ravens secondary. So, Pritch, we will try to duplicate that, but it doesn't get much better than that pick last week as we look and start with the most passing yards market here in week 17. We have a co favorite. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes plus 900 along with Rams QB Matthew Stafford and then Josh Allen, Tom Brady at 10 to 1, Joe Burrow 11 to 1, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers all 13 to 1 and Derek Carr at 14 to 1. Pritch, what's standing out to you for most passing yards? Well, having knocked it out the park last week, Femi, with you, I mean, it's going to be tough to duplicate that, right? It's tough, but we're going to try. Yeah, we're going to try. We're definitely going to try. So let me give you my thoughts first before I give a selection. Okay. Uh, I mean, you you got Tom Brady at 10 to 1 against the Jets, right? I I mean, that that gets interesting right there. Justin Herbert against the depleted Denver Broncos defense. Yep. Uh, That gets interesting too at 13 to 1. And then Style makes fights. Uh, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray going at it. Hey, Kyler Murray's an air raid guy. You know, he, that's all they want to do, certainly, is throw the football and, and try to get their offense corrected. And then Dak Prescott and what they're doing right now, I mean, the style makes fights. So you got both teams right there, the Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys, with a pressured type of defense or aggressive style of defenses. So it becomes matchup game uh, right there. And who's going to have favorable matchups? I mean, you look at Dak Prescott, 13-1. All day, every day. Now, Josh Allen uh, at 10 to 1 2 against that Atlanta secondary. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> that, that, that could be uh, Thanksgiving come late. Right. Welcome <laughs> to the party, Isaiah McKenzie, too. Cole Beasley, who? That kind of thing. And yeah. uh, you got Sanders and you got Diggs uh, and, and uh, the tight end, the fine tight end that they have, too. So uh, I'm all over the place, as you can tell with this board. <laughs> uh, Matthew Stafford against that secondary, too, with the Ravens, what we saw last week. But um, you know, Tom Brady at 10 to 1 is just standing out a little bit. I mean, I know Mike Evans is going to be limited. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown's going to be out there too, but he's got Gronk. Uh, and he has a lot of success against his Jets football team, the franchise, when he was up yep. there in New England too. So uh, I like Tom Brady 10 to 1. 
Yeah, so I, I totally see where you're coming with in that game here. Of course, the Patriots are double-digit favorites. At last check, I saw, or rather, the Buccaneers, I should say. Yeah. Oh, I put Tom Brady <laughs> on the out. Patriots again. <laughs> hey, that's just fighting words, I guess. Uh, the Buccaneers, 13.5 point favorites, total at 45.5. But they're going to conceivably be in control of much of that game here mm -hmm. with the Jets. Defense, uh, they made the Jags offense look somewhat credible last week. Right. So imagine what this Buccaneers high-powered offense can do, even though there's no Chris Godwin in this game since he is done for the year you mentioned Matthew Stafford and mm -hmm. that's the name that lit up like a Christmas tree for okay. me just because the last two weeks we have successfully faded the Baltimore Ravens secondary uh, we hit the prop with Aaron Rodgers plus 850 to lead the league in passing yards he did that against the Ravens of course Joe Burrow uh, with the 525 yards a career high for him so I'm going to go back to the well. Until okay. the Ravens prove to me that they can actually cover anybody, and it's not that they can't do it because they usually could, but it's an injury situation mm -hmm. for the Baltimore Ravens. Five, Their top five cornerbacks from the start of the year are all out for the Baltimore Ravens. Now you've got Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., Tyler Higby, the weapons that the Rams have, and I think that Stafford's going to have a day, okay. especially after what we saw last week with the interceptions, didn't play very well. I want. I think McVay's going to try to get him going to build his confidence leading into the playoffs because Stafford, we talk about how this Rams team is a contender. Well, he's only played in two playoff games, and he's mm -hmm. lost both of them. Mm -hmm. So I think having his confidence high heading into January is important for Sean McVay and this team and the offense. So I think they're going to make a concerted effort to light this Ravens defense on fire. Right. And I think that's no. what we're going to see later this afternoon. I, I like it. I do. Do you have any secret sauce with that one, though? Like, I got a secret sauce with Tom Brady. Yeah, you, you got some secret sauce. I don't have secret sauce with that one. Okay. But I guess my secret sauce will be the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, right, right. That's a good, that's good, some good sauce. My secret sauce is the fact that everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Ah, Isaiah, that, I like where you're going with and that. And you got Tom Brady. You, he's the ultimate motivated guy, right? Okay, yeah. you're not talking about me with MVP. And, look, I just won a division with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First time they've won a division since, what, 2007? Yeah, 2007. Look what I'm doing. But yet you guys want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Okay. That's my secret sauce with Tom Brady. There you go. So you got the motivational factor. Yes. I've got the Baltimore Ravens secondary. And it's the Jets. That's my secret sauce <laughs> for the most passing yards. So Pritch is on Brady, 10-1. to 1. I'm riding Stafford, 9-1, to 1, until the Ravens show that they can cover anybody in the secondary. All right, the most rushing yards market, of course, no surprise, Jonathan Taylor is the favorite at plus 650. Miles Gaskin, the Dolphins running back, at plus 900. You got Dalvin Cook and David Montgomery at 12-1. to 1. Alvin Kamara, Elijah Mitchell. And Joe Mixon and Sony Michelle 16 to 1. Then Boston Scott 22 to 1. And Jarrett Patterson, who will be getting the bulk of the carries in place of Antonio Gibson mm -hmm. for the Washington football team. He is 25 to 1. Pritch, what jumps out to you? Wow, opportunities jump out to me in this one. Yes. I mean, that Dolphins Titans game could be a, a very physical one. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Vrabel is going to have that team kind of like that. Dalvin Cook is interesting too because of the weather. And the Green Bay Packers have been yielding yards lately. Uh, Delvin Cook, welcome back uh, to the lineup. 12 to 1, 2 for that one. I'm looking at Elijah Mitchell because 16 to 1, he's coming back. Uh, Trey Lance is going to get to start yeah. probably because Garoppolo, that situation. I mean, how much are they going to really try to have a drop back throwing game with Lance more so than a movement, play action, boot kind of action? And so if you're going to do that uh, with the 49ers against the Texans, uh, then Elijah Mitchell is 16 to 1. I, I mean, if they get that running game ramped up and he's fresh-legged and ready to go, then, then watch out for that guy.
Yeah, you actually mentioned the two names I wrote down. Dalvin Cook, 12 to 1. Elijah Mitchell at yeah. 16 to 1. My only concern, I have concerns with both of them, but mm -hmm. my concern with Dalvin Cook is that if Minnesota were to get down right. early, maybe he gets taken out of the game. But we know that Zimmer likes to run the football. Dalvin Cook tends to run the ball really well against the Green Bay Packers defense. It's going to be like two degrees outside <laughs> in Lambeau Field. That's no exaggeration. I think it's literally going to be frigid at Lambeau Field mm -hmm. later on tonight. So it's going to be a game that's slowed down. They have no Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think the Vikings are going to try to lean on Cook, so he'll certainly get the opportunities. For Elijah Mitchell, I'm a little worried about the opportunities. It sounds okay. like they might try to mix him in here and there just because he's coming yeah. back from the injury. However, they're going to run the ball quite a bit on the Houston Texans, and the Texans can't stop the, the run. Yeah. So the Niners are going to get a lot of success on the ground, and maybe Mitchell ends up breaking a couple big ones, and that can lift you to 16-1 to one and get into the window. Sure, because you, you, know, you have to imagine that Debo Samuel is going to be in a rushing game yes. too, right? And opportunities as he's going to get now. The bulk of carries, I'm just wondering how they're going to distribute that. Yeah. Um, but you're right, though. I mean, the opportunities, I think, in a running game is going to be there. But who's how they, getting Yeah, them? who's going to get them, right? <laughs> and I, you cannot take the ball away from Debo Samuel at this point either. Yeah, he you have to give him the rock. One of the best offensive weapons in the league, but that goes without yeah. saying. Let's go to the receiving yards market. Your expertise here, mm -hmm. Pritch. Cooper Cup is the favorite at 7-1. to one. Devontae Adams. 14 to 1, along with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Keenan Allen, all those guys 14 to 1. Justin Jefferson, 16 to 1. Brandon Cook, Stephon Diggs, 22 to 1. And then T. Higgins and Mike Evans at 25 to 1, Pritch. Wow, this is very, very interesting. I mean, you know, the two top names right there, Cooper Cup's having a spectacular year, and I don't know how they're going to cover him in the slot. Uh, Guess good out there in Baltimore. I mean, look what Boyd and those guys did in the slot last week. Yeah. Uh, so, and that, that's really where you have issues. I mean, on the outside, if you're the Ravens, maybe you can match up and you're okay. Your deep safeties are going to take away half the field, but think about it. Those safeties are deep. <laughs> They're 12 to 15 yards deep and you got Cooper cup against linebackers and, and nickel guys. I mean, plus 700, I know it's not that much of a value play, but, uh, you know, the record is in question and in play and yep. within reach too. And I, I know the Rams are thinking about that and cup deserves it to be honest with you. Um, Anybody else on this board standing out from that standpoint? Not really. I mean, you can go Tyreek Hill. Uh, you really can. I, I think uh, Travis Kelsey even 14-1 because of what the Bengals yield in the middle of the field with their defense, too. Those are three good choices. I, I mean, I would side with Cooper Cup, though, in this one. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Cooper Cup plus 700 is the one that I would lean heavily toward. But if I wanted to sprinkle on a little dog, though, it would be Travis Kelsey okay. at 14 to 1. We just saw George Kittle go up against this Bengals offense. Mm -hmm. George Kittle had 13 catches for 151 and a touchdown against Cincinnati. Those middle of the field struggles. Guess who Patrick Mahomes likes to throw the football to? Oh, I don't know. His best friend, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I think Travis who's Kelsey. Who's from Cincinnati. Who's from Cincinnati. He's going to have a lot of family in the area. I think he's going to look to have a big, big day later on this afternoon. So that's going to be a fun game. As we said earlier, Chiefs three and a half point favorites with a total at 50 to one. So Cooper Cup for us plus 700, but maybe sprinkle a little bit on Travis Kelsey if the tight end can lead this market in the receiving yards for week 17 in the National Football League. On the other side, playoff implications. Bengals Chiefs has implications, but that's the only game. We'll see where we can find a little bit of value in the futures market here on Point Spread Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sunday on If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Point Spread Sunday here from the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard, Week 17 NFL, the penultimate week of the regular season. All right, Pritch, we wanted to talk because it's the penultimate week. Mm-hmm. Some playoff implications. Divisions are getting clinched. We saw last week three divisions get clinched uh, in the NFC. Now, the AFC, we can start to maybe see a little bit of clarity in that playoff picture. Right now, the Chiefs are the only team to punch their ticket to the postseason after they won the AFC West a week ago. But let's start with that Chiefs and Bengals game. We talked about the game earlier, but it really is the pivot point for a lot of AFC playoff implications for the next couple of weeks. Of course, Kansas City, if they win and Tennessee were to lose to Miami, they would clinch the number one seed throughout the playoffs and have home field advantage. But the Chiefs, they pretty much need to have 
one game better record than Tennessee because they lost to the Titans earlier this season. If the Bengals win, they are to win the division in the AFC North. Of course, if they lose, that then opens up the door for some chaos in that division, <laughs> Pritch. Just from a value perspective, how are you maybe attacking this AFC market, whether to win the conference or maybe even just the AFC North division as a whole? Because if the Bengals lose their right. underdogs today, anybody is live in that division. Absolutely. Uh, and, and a lot of people are going to have the opinion that the Bengals are not going to win today. They could cover. They could get inside the number. Okay, but people are probably looking for the Chiefs to continue uh, their victory train here. And, uh, you know, the thing about the Bengals, though, Femi, I was eyeing them uh, weeks ago on Betting Across America uh, about their chances of winning the division. I think they were plus 350 at that time when the Ravens, it seemed like things were about to fall apart yep. for the Ravens, right? And so I'm looking at other teams within that division. Okay, who can surge? And here you got the Bengals, the youngest talent, but a lot of talent, and collectively getting the job done. And then also defensively. Um, they've now held their last four uh, and their last six opponents to 21 points or less defensively. And they're, they're getting help, too, on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm looking at the Bengals to assert themselves down the stretch here and become that playoff team or stay that playoff team. But they're up against it, though, with, with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs feel the confidence is back mm -hmm. in the building for themselves in terms of uh, what they've had and what they've acquired over the years of getting two Super Bowls. Uh, and, and so, I, you know, the Chiefs are on a mission. We know that for a fact and highly, highly talented football team. Well, I think the Chiefs, they also understand how important that number one seed right. is and getting that bye week is as well uh, heading to the playoffs if you want to get to the Super Bowl, which is their ultimate goal. Right now in the AFC North market at DraftKings, the Bengals are minus 225 to win the division. The Browns mm -hmm. plus 500, Ravens plus 600. The Steelers are 12 to 1. Now, mm -hmm. if chalk prevails this week, it sets up a really interesting situation in week 18. Because right now, the Bengals, we mentioned it, three and a half point underdogs. Mm -hmm. The Cleveland Browns, three and a half point favorites against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Baltimore Ravens, six and a half point dogs against the LA Rams. So if all the favorites win, like the market thinks will happen, then you have a situation to where it sets up a win or go home scenario in Cleveland mm. against with the Bengals going and facing the Cleveland Browns. And right now on the look ahead line, we see Westgate, they post up the look ahead lines usually um, about 10 days out. And on the look ahead, the Cleveland Browns are one and a half point favorites in that game. So if chalk were to prevail in the betting market as we stand today, the Cleveland Browns would be the team that wins the AFC North. I mentioned plus 500 at DraftKings Pritch. Could I interest you <laughs> in back with everything that's happened with Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, COVID, mm -hmm. all sorts of things in the Cleveland Browns season, with everything that's happened, could I interest you in taking a little flyer on Cleveland to win the North? I mean, of course I'm interested, uh, but you're talking about a team that's seven and eight right now, right? And But uh, like, like you said, Chalk, okay, that gives them the 500. They're eight and eight. Uh, in a situation. Um, and then it's win a, win a home game. And then win a home game uh, against uh, Cincinnati. So Cincinnati and it's, go. I, sorry to cut yeah. you off, but it's the same Cincinnati team right. where they went to Cincinnati and just demolished them sure. earlier this year. And this is what gets interesting about the Bengals because the consistency, even though they're 9-6 and six right now, the consistency doesn't suggest that's going to happen for them. Like, they're going to get into this situation. They're going to lose this game against the Chiefs, <laughs> and they're going to be in this situation against the Browns, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's the Browns. I, I I think the Browns have – there's a disconnect going on right there with this franchise. And I, even though they understand the situation, can they rise to that occasion? 
You know, can mm. they complete the task? Uh, they should have beat the Packers, but they couldn't do it. I mean, yeah. four interceptions four, yeah. from Baker, right? They did them in. Uh, so the chance is there for the Cleveland Browns, but I don't know if the Cleveland Browns can can take advantage of that opportunity, though. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a very fascinating situation. <laughs> I almost root for the chalk this week yeah. just so we get the drama just so we get of it. next week because you know that Sunday night football game will likely end up being Bengals at the Browns with the winner winning the division and the loser possibly going home. And I think that makes for just absolute fun. It would be a heavily bet game, I am sure, as game number 272 in the regular season. One more time with the odds, though. I'm curious, though. Plus 500, Plus 500. for the Cleveland okay. Browns. Bengals minus 225. Right. Now, they only have to win one game between now and the end of the season. So mm -hmm. one of these next two, they got to win it and they win the division. They control their own destiny. However, if they were to lose, opens up the door for yes, chaos. <laughs> and let's say if Pittsburgh, if Pittsburgh right. were to knock off Cleveland as well, then then Pittsburgh then could get in mm -hmm. and possibly need a little bit of help to win that division. So everyone's live. Baltimore is even live if they were to win today against the L.A. Rams. So it's interesting. But the pivot point in the AFC is definitely this Kansas City Chiefs and Bengals game because in terms of the number one seed, the Tennessee Titans are right there on the heels of the Kansas City Chiefs. Tennessee, of course, is taking on the Miami Dolphins mm -hmm. later today as three-point favorites. The total in that game was at last check 40, and that appears to be the number 40 and a half consensus, but uh, Circa just went to 40 with the total, but the Titans are three-point favorites at home against the Dolphins. If Tennessee is to win that game, that puts the pressure back on KC. If KC loses, guess who just needs to beat the Houston Texans? Texans to be the one seed. It's the Tennessee Titans. Right. Who lost to those Texans, though? Who lost to those Texans <laughs> earlier at right. home this season. Now they're a little healthier, though, with the defense getting back some players and stuff. But I ask about this Tennessee Titans team because mm -hmm. right now at DraftKings, they're plus 850 to win the AFC. And if Kansas City were to slip up in one of these final two road games and Tennessee were to win out, they're your number one. So you might have a plus 850 team as the number one seed in the conference, Pritch. What do you think about this Titans team heading into January? With Derrick Henry getting back on the With field, Derrick Henry, especially if they get that, that bye week. I know. How about that? That would be How massive. About that? No, that, that is massive. And, and okay, the last 30 minutes of that game against the 49ers, the second 30 minutes, mm -hmm. I mean, the Titans, how important was that 30-minute period right there? Oh, man. Uh, for their season and for their chances of, of obtaining the number one seed and perhaps winning the AFC, knowing that Derrick Henry is going to be back. Julio Jones is Julio Jones. I, I think uh, the Titans ha have reserved to that thought. That guy is not going to be reliable. That's okay. We got yeah. some younger players. But A.J. Brown, he's a focus. Let's get back to that. Tannehill, we saw him do that in the second half of that game against the 49ers. And then offensive line, they're going to get healthy too. Defensively, they've been getting after it. Landry's having a hell of a year. Uh, defensively for the Titans, too. And then Vrabel, I'll, I'll give him credit for what he's done this year with this football team is incredible, to be honest with you. Now, the slip-ups, I, I think you can get past it, you know, the Texans. Mm -hmm. uh, but but Derrick Henry, the prospect of him coming back, though, for this football team, if they get take care of business against the Dolphins today, uh, and that number one seed is within reach right there, I mean, watch out for the Titans. Yeah, uh, to me, the Titans, their slump and slip-ups earlier this season – in the midway point, I think kind of coincided with all the injuries. Mm -hmm. And that's where I kind of still have faith. I was like, okay, I get it. It's explainable. Like, you had cluster injuries at linebacker. You had Julio Jones and A.J. Brown out for significant portions of the season. Derrick Henry, of course, is out, mm -hmm. and they're hoping to get him back for the playoffs. But it coincided with the just the decimation of their all their good players. Right Now that those guys are back, 
I can see this team kind of getting on a roll starting today. Uh, spoiler alert, I might like them against Miami. <laughs> but this team is just – it's a team that I think is being overlooked a little bit just because of what happened earlier this season. Real quick here in the NFC, the number one seed, looks like Green Bay is going to go ahead and clinch that. Uh, but they, of course, can clinch it if they win and Dallas were to lose today. But, of course, Green Bay right now, they control their own destiny. If they win out, they will be the number one seed, which puts them in prime position to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they're, they're in a, a good spot, too. I mean, considering the last two games that they have, and then Aaron Rodgers, he desperately needs a bye week. Uh, so there is a motivating yeah, factor toe. right there, right, for the toe. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they are on track uh, to get that number one seed in the NFC. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting situation here in this NFC. Green Bay, the favorite, of course, 2-1 to one to win the conference. Then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, plus 350. The Rams, plus 450. And the Dallas Cowboys at 5-1. to one. So we got some contenders that have kind of established themselves here in the NFC, and we'll see how that unfolds in a few weeks as the playoffs get underway. But, of course, this is the penultimate week of the National Football League regular season, and we will talk what's trending on the other side. Key trends that have to do with today's games, 15 of them on the slate. We'll break it down here. It is Point Spread Sunday on v the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.